Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Continuing the Conversation. I'll admit to this uh, recording being one of my favorites that we've had so far. Uh, I guess a little backstory on this. I'm sure I will regurgitate some of this in the following recording, but uh, when I first got into uh, searching the, the dark darkness of the internet looking for the word DMT, uh, a name that came up and, and really stood out at the time uh, was the name Chris Cantelmo. So Chris was a, a really loud voice for a short period as he proclaiming the magic and the healing of DMT and I started listening to him and meeting others that were part of his growing community and we found quickly some uh, some amazing parts of the community and some really detrimental effects from the way this movement happened and uh, some of the actors inside the group that were that were, uh, you know, pushing things in a direction that a lot of us didn't like to see it going. And then it ended in some tragedy when Chris took his own life. And, uh, yeah, it was a ride. It was a crazy, crazy adventure that I went on. Uh, The group, though, is what drew me to it and what I still love about the experience. And get to meet one of my best friends here, Gerald, uh, who I met through this group, through uh, the Cantelmoism cult, as it gets called, um, and you'll hear us discuss the aspects of the cultishness and the aspects of the Reddit frenzy and, you know, the all of the story that goes along with it. We'll get into in this episode, but this is a powerful story. It was a crazy time in my life as I was starting to step into the internet world of psychedelic explorers and there's dangers out there there's landmines there's people that are using their influence and their platform to do others harm and ending up doing themselves harm and that's a lesson I learned straight away and one that I've used to to always keep in mind as I'm guiding my community that I'm creating here and continuing the conversation. This is a leaderless movement. We're not looking for a, we're not looking for followers to, to proclaim some magic of something. We're, we're just here to talk. We're here to relate our stories to one another. And uh, this story right here is one of the most powerful I think I have to share at the moment. So enjoy listen come talk to us about it i want to hear your take on this uh i do this is a crazy story and brings a lot of crazy thoughts to mind so remember throughout all this we aren't just in this together we are this together boom (laughs) well that was ominous boom so yeah (laughs) Sorry, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, I'm, talk, uh, I'm actually gonna post story. something about that hear. abduction. Um, when you guys, uh, when I seen that post, Stephen, um, my afternoon micro dose was a little bit more of a macro <laughs> dose, and uh, <laughs> sorry, I was like trying to comprehend it, but I was like, am I understanding this right? <laughs>
Um, yeah. So I'm going to get to it. No, no rush. It, it's, I was just trying to get my thoughts out while I was having them. Cause I was working through that chapter and, and yeah, I, I, it might not even be clear sober. If it helps, I had to re-listen to it and ask him about it, and I was completely sober. So <laughs> if not, I'll try again tomorrow. Right on, right. That's on. that's my logic for everything. I'll just do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right on, right on. So, so I uh, we were talking here before about our good buddy Bjorn, who was on with us all and he has now disappeared from the discord and we have to wait for him to troll us again with an alt. Um, oh, I'll find him. I'll find him. Yeah, we'll dig him up. Dog. We'll dig him up. But it, uh, it brought me back and had me reminiscing on, uh, some good old days of Cantelmoism back in the day. And, and uh, you decided to only talk to me about it at five past two in the morning. I'm blessed. <laughs> So yeah, I, I wanted to, I invited my buddy Gerald to come and join us again and uh, and tell his tale too because it's hilarious. <laughs> tragic, yeah, tragic, tragic, tragic. Well, well, tragic's the word I would use. Where's the hilarity in this? Uh, I mean, the whole thing, the whole, the beginning of it is the hilarious. The way everything yeah. just came together. The way, the way Chris used Reddit. The way he got. So oh, that was yeah, that that was funny as hell. To it was be honest amazing, with you. like all the moves with like the giveaways and like it was just it was hilarious. It was a fun right, adventure. Right. So, do you guys know much about Chris other than what tracks he's been telling you? So I just when I saw this come up um, in the chat, I just did a quick Google of the guy, and so I just saw some quick comments about. Him and what went down on Reddit, so I don't feel like I know the full okay. story. Let, let, let me right. I'll, I'll summarize this as quickly as I can, right? <laughs> because you will go on, you will go on Reddit, and you will see nine million different posters talking about him, and it's all bullshit because no one actually knows what you have to have actually had a conversation, which I had with Chris numerous times, numerous video calls, all that crap, right? And the only way I can sum this up. At the start, the man was a well-meaning guy. He, he had this sort of plan, but he didn't really know how to put the plan into action, and he didn't know what bits to prioritize and all this sort of stuff. But he wanted peace, he wanted love, he wanted harmony and all this kind of crap, right? You know, we all want that, but, you know, when you put it that way, it's as simple as you like. But to really understand Chris Cantelma, he was probably the dumbest intelligent person i have ever known in my life <laughs> oh he was smart oh yeah. he was smart and he was good with, with with chemicals and bioengineering and all this shit my god he would take your ear off about it but see understanding people and understanding emotion hadn't a fucking clue no right no. And, and and this this wasn't an like, like an autistic thing or you know social deprivation thing this was just this man was so blinded by his own damn ego that he never understood that the world doesn't work the way he thinks it does. And if you told him that, no, mate, you're wrong, well, that's when the claws came out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, he would suddenly go from from being, what, what, what age was he, Tex? He was in his uh, 50s, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was in yeah. his late 50s. 
So he'd go from being a relatively mature 55-year-old... Preaching to, love and peace. Yeah, and then to a 12-year-old to... yeah. saying, your mum, your mum was in my bedroom last night. Yeah, your mum, and all that sort of shit. He, he was up and down like a fucking yo-yo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but he was also smoking DMT like three times a day. And it was more than that, Trex. Yeah, it was, right. that's so what he was telling people. He was yeah. telling people it was three times a day. He would he was videotaping it three times a day. <laughs> oh, the Chris Cantelmo vibrations! Oh yeah. my god! He just YouTubed it all. Oh my! I forgot all about those. Yeah, they were a combination of really positive messages mixed with some really cringy shit. And unfortunately, people focused on the cringy stuff. And Chris was Chris was a brother to me, and even I focused on the cringy shit, and I called him out on it every time. Um, <laughs> but that's me, like yeah. that's just who I am as a person. I like if I, I can't help it, I'm Scottish, so <laughs> it's, it's just it's just the way it is. Um, I know, obviously, that this is being recorded as well, so I'm just for <laughs> clarification's sake. Uh, I do swear. Like a docker, and um, <laughs> I'm not changing that for you or anybody. So <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> expect you just, to. I'm just explaining. If you don't like it, there's the fucking door. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. Um, tell me, tell me, Gerald, how did you meet Chris? How did you? I was find just him? gonna ask that. Great question. Right. So with me, it was a case of I, I was I was in a down a down period of my life at the time. Um, I I tried everything. No, well, I say tried everything. I tried everything bad to fix myself. Um, so you know, alcohol. You know that was that was fun and wasn't working. Uh, various other drugs, which were fun, which wasn't working. You know, basically, I tried everything that was not good for you, and then was acting confused as to why I wasn't feeling better. Um, and then I started coming across. Um, like a few of these like DMT posts and stuff and I'd never really known much about it I never really looked into it but like reading what people were saying about it was different to any other thing that I'd ever read about and then as luck would have it just as I was reading up about it I came across this mental reddit user who was spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on Reddit Gold for some reason. Let, let me clarify that for everybody. You said hundreds of thousands of dollars on Reddit money. Right? I, be, I believe the final total was around $156,000. Yeah. He yeah. spent on fake golden coins <laughs> on a website that's designed for trolling morons <laughs> to advertise... DMT and its power. Right. Now, what you have to understand was he wasn't promoting DMT as a DMT can make you spiritual. DMT can make you hit a new reality. DMT can do this and all the other shitey claims that we've heard about DMT. No, no, no. This man had another like advertising aspect. DMT cancer. Right? It cured his brain cancer. No, I'm I, no. 
brain cancer is what what he said he had and that he went to the doctors he got a brain scan they found tumors they found this he did dmt for a week or two i can't quite remember the science behind it and then it was gone I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I can, you know, I could sense the bullshit. But, you know, whatever. The guy seemed happy. But it cured his cancer. Now, to cut a long story short, to really put you in the mindset of the type of person he was, when it all came to a head, uh, and by a head, I mean me going after him because he'd started insulting and going after some of my personal friends and putting them in really rough situations. I couldn't handle it anymore, and I started calling him out publicly on it. He told me uh, on on a video call (laughs) that the the cancer he was referring to was the cancer of atheism. Atheism. And... I, I, I actually just was like, atheism, and it cured I, his atheism, so therefore it cured his cancer. Exactly. Now, <laughs> I, um, I'm not one for being speechless, but all I did was put down the phone. I just went, oh, fuck this. I, I, I just can't, I can't fucking deal with you, man. I, I, was, I liked you. We've had some oh, amazing yes. conversations. In one sentence, you have taken me from thinking, this is a guy that I trust, to this is a guy who's an absolute utter bellend. And for any of you over that side of the water who are not aware of what a bellend is, (laughs) it is essentially a dickhead. (laughs) So it is the head of the dick. dick. (laughs) Right? And that is what Pentagonal turned into. Yeah. So it's also his other big claim was this sun staring stuff and that was uh that was another one that uh i just marveled at the sun right so essentially we are beings that shouldn't be scared of the sun and its healing property you know that giant ball of fire in the (laughs) sky right that if you were to touch it you and your ancestors would burn Yes. Just forget <laughs> all of that. It is a healing orb of light. And if you stare at it for, and, and this is the important bit, a bare minimum of 10 minutes a day, right? Oh. You will start, you will start to heal. And when I asked Chris, what heals? He went, yourself. And I went, all right, cool. <laughs> Like that's 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 like good to know. I'm yeah. not gonna do it, but thanks. Um and then he started doing YouTube videos on it. And yes. like the the funniest thing about that was was the comments on the YouTube videos, to be honest. They they weren't your they weren't your normal trolls like people just coming in and going, Oh dude, what the fuck are you talking about? This is bullshit. It was people coming in and saying stuff like, Look, I have been staring at the sun for thirty minutes a day for a week and I've gone blind. Chris, what do I do? Chris's response would always be, You need DMT, bro. <laughs> DMT mixed with the solar rays of the sun will give you Jesus-like powers. And I'm just telling you something. I stared at the sun for 20 seconds once and then did a little bit of DMT and I still can't turn water into wine. And I fucking tried. I have fucking tried. (laughs) You have. 
Shut up, Wayne. Uh, you don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know my hardships. Wine's expensive in my country. <laughs> <laughs> if you can even get to a store that sells it, right? I'm not allowed to legally leave my house at the moment because a lot of that's one. Yeah. Oh my. So yeah, um with that, Fresh Fresh was a weird man. He's definitely one of the more unique humans I've ever come across. And I I'm someone who's very well traveled. Um I've been pretty much to every major country on this planet. I've met people far and wide. I've made connections all over and, and I've met some truly unique people. And other than the fucking man who's starting this phone, this phone call, Traxy, can tell me who's got to be the most unique son of a bitch I have ever met. Yeah, no, that's because, why I was drawn to him right there, man. He was the yeah, most unique and, person I've ever talked to. And I, I'll always have, like, I, I'm not going to lie to you. At the end, towards the end of this, I hated him. I despised him. For what he was putting people through, um, he put he, he doxed our good friend Dan, put his information up online. He started uh, contacting his employer and saying all this bullshit about him and all this kind of stuff, and trying to get him fired. Um, he was going after people personally. He was sharing personal stories that I had told with him to the world on YouTube videos. Um, he publicly called me out, publicly called Trex out in a video once, called out yeah. Dan numerous yeah. times. Yeah. Um, in the end, I absolutely hated him. However, um, I always will respect him because the first time I ever did it, and oh God, the first time I ever did DMT, Jesus Christ, I went through hell to get the shit. <laughs> like, it's not easy to do in Britain, but I managed it. And there's not a lot in this world that freaks me the fuck out, right? Um, the way, the way I like to see it is that I've seen everything. I've seen all the shit this world has to offer. But the way that people were describing what DMT could do, that's ethereal shit. I haven't seen any of that. And that creeps me out. And I mentioned this to him because like, it was it was him that was telling me all the details. And he went, right, I tell you what then, the first time you do it, video call me or, 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 or call me, whatever, and um, and 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 do it that way. And I went, why? And he went, just 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 do it. And so we did it the first time. And I, I didn't I didn't like have a breakthrough the first time I did it, but I was sort of panicking a little bit because I hadn't a fucking clue what to expect. And he sat there with me on a phone call, granted, for an hour. And he he talked me down and he, he kept me calm and he kept me on the right path. And it was the fact that this man had taken an hour out of his day to at this time he'd only spoken to me maybe once or twice but he'd taken an hour out of his day to make sure i got through this and i i got what i needed from it and he i'll always i'll, I'll always maintain that i have the highest respect for him for doing that and then for someone to be as nice as that and is i don't want to say like a preacher but you know as preachy as that to then turn into a colossal dickhead at the end of it it hurt that hurt a lot. Um, the Cantelmoism aspect. Yeah. That yeah, Craig's was nothing. <laughs> That's, we'll, we'll get to Craig. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll get to Craig. But the, the Cantelmoism aspect, that was a meme. That's yeah. all it was, right? No one who was friends with Chris 
would ever turn around and tell people, oh, yes, I'm a cantelmoist, right? (laughs) I wore it it tongue-in-cheek on my fanny pack. You drew the fanny pack, (laughs) Trex. You were basically advertising your own fucking art. <laughs> That's fine, but what that, what happened was right. No one would ever say they were a cantalmoist right, or right. anything outside the confines of a joke. But because we made the stupid mistake, or sorry, stupid joke of giving it a name, people started saying it was a cult, right? And I'll never understand this aspect because a cult has one man at the top who then demands everyone gives him money. You do it under fear of death, I'd imagine, right? <laughs> and then that's how it works. Whereas this man was giving away every fucking penny he'd ever earned and yeah. stole, may I add. Um, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but he was giving it away and he was spending it away. Like, like there was a guy who he randomly spoke to on Reddit, gave him 18,000, whatever it was, Paid for his and college. European something, and paid for his college for six months. Yeah. And then when he paid for it, the guy was like, oh, um, I just have to figure out um, how to do my work now um, because they need you to have a laptop. And he shipped him an iMac. Just, yeah. he never even asked. He just shipped him an iMac and did it. So it's like people were we saying had, it was like homeless guys that would like live in his house. Yeah, the homeless people around, like within like a like a five mile radius of where he lived, they all had the key codes to get into his house. Yeah, yeah. and they used it often, so they'd get out of the cold or, or out of the whatever the the harsh elements of the outside. I don't, I can't remember what the weather's like where he is. It was but, beautiful and sunny and never rained. <laughs> yeah, well, they all went to his, and they they always they always got fed, and they always got showers yeah, and everything exactly. else. And they had a place to stay. No, he's such a good dude that in that aspect, he just gave it all away at the end. He just everything he had he was shipping it away he was cutting up his cactuses and shipping them to people yeah it was just it was absolutely crazy and i mean mentally there was definitely something wrong with him and i know a lot of people don't agree with this and again i don't know the science behind it nor nor am i going to get into a debate about it either it's purely just from what i've seen right I know DMT is relatively safe and everything else, and and I agree with it. I've done it numerous times myself. But there was something wrong in that man's head, right? And the DMT wasn't helping, and he was doing far too much of it. And all it was doing was building up this, whatever the hell was wrong with him, and making it worse. But God help you if you try to tell him that. Like, if you try to point that out, it was... it, it. it was just, you'd open up Hell's Gate and he would go after you. And he made so many enemies because people were, were genuinely caring for him. And then they'd have to stop because he'd start threatening them and shit. He was so up and down, it made no sense. And then... Oh. Really hard at the end. I was going to say, yeah. I feel like it sounds sort of like bipolar or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it could have been bipolar. It could have been that he was just a crazy bastard. Who knows? Yeah, it um, could have just been that he, you know, messed up a couple extraction processes or something. Or, and some of his brain. or it could have just been, it could have just been a morality issue. He might not have, he might not have genuinely, he might have been one of those people who genuinely didn't understand the concept of good and bad 
and just assumed that anything in his mind was correct, regardless of what it was. Dude, his art, I was remembering his art today. His house, the art in his house was so amazing. You know that uh, Ronald McDonald and the strippers? That piece was amazing. I want to find that painting. Oh, God. Yeah, he, he had some amazing artwork. He did really, he appreciated people's works. He really yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember um, <laughs> it was so funny that we made merchandise at one point. Uh, uh, sorry, I say we. I, I did none of this because I am. Craig did all of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, I'm as I'm creatively stunted, um, as far as I'm. I'm aware. And what happened was everybody was putting these designs in for Cantelmoism and DMT and all this sort of shit, and. In true Cantelmo fashion, the ones that you liked the most would receive a cash prize. And a good friend who's in this group won one of them, if I remember, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still remember the message that day. Well, my PayPal account's looking a lot better than it was yesterday. <laughs> but um, what's happened was... He he loved every single one that was that that, yeah. that was um, put into this contest. Now I had made something so unbelievably stupid. I have right? it as a sticker. It is a sticker, and I've got I one in my bedroom as well. Yeah, right, and it, it, just, it, it literally was. I I brought up Microsoft Paint. I used the pen tool, and I wrote in scribbly writing. DMT good, no DMT bad, and then I just squiggled some colourful lines around it, and I I put that into the contest, and we made it into a sticker, and a lot of people were buying a lot of people were buying the merch, and yeah. sending it to Chris, and they're like, oh, this is the one I want you to have, like my fanny pack, or I want you to have this T-shirt that I designed for you, and all this, and I was like, I want a piece of this action, so I sent him my sticker. <laughs> I sent oh, yeah. it. I sent it recorded delivery first class so it would get there as quick as possible. And I was like, use this wisely, Chris. Use this wisely. <laughs> DMT good, no DMT bad. Oh, such God. a good sticker. Such a good sticker. It's the best. It's the most artistic thing I've ever done, and I'll be proud we of had, that. We One... had so much fun in that group, though, with the art stuff. Like, we I know. Just, like, pure, like creative juices flowing you know because of the nature of the group we were all taking dmt constantly and our art was a lot of fun we were doing like collaboration stuff where we some of us would draw stuff and the other would play with it and then we you know pass it back and forth do you remember the time um where i i was having like a freak out on discord uh because i thought it would be a great idea to do a big wad of DMC outside the biggest cathedral in right Liverpool. in front of the church, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, had, that had the Gaia exhibition on inside <laughs> it. Now, um, like, I'm not sure if you know what the Gaia exhibition is, but it, it was this art project that was basically like a, a self-revolving floating um, scale model of the Earth. And um, it was a really impressive artwork, and it was obviously inside this massive cathedral. And I, I did it and then decided that walking into the cathedral was a good idea and thought I was in space um, and, and sort of had a freak out and started sending voice clips to the group going, I don't know where I am. I'm not sure what's happening. And then I was like, oh, my God, sounds 
are coming to get me. <laughs> I just couldn't fucking deal with it. <laughs> but he was sitting there laughing at me the entire time, the bastard. Yeah, yeah. There's no help off of that day. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. So, uh, so fun. Fun adventures yeah. were had. I mean, my, my question, though, is why did everybody want to follow this guy and be a part of his group? Right. Well, I mean, initially, it was because you got Reddit Gold and Reddit Premium accounts. And then he was giving away, you know, Discord Nitro accounts. And, you know, people just trolls online like to troll. And if you trolled Chris, you ended up with gold and you ended up with premium accounts. And he got a lot of attention that way. And then the people that were there were paying attention just because they knew he was giving stuff away. So if yeah. they paid attention enough, they'd also see all this drama, and then they'd have to take an opinion on the drama. And, exactly. Uh, it, it it was it was messy, but it was a fun it was a fun dumpster fire. You couldn't look away. So it wasn't well, I necessarily mean, more than just like an online group of people chatting and stuff. It wasn't necessarily. Originally, like you that's were what it was. Like a cult. Yeah, yeah, it was never it cultish. Never, it was never cult. ever cultish. Okay. Okay. It, it was the people who didn't like Chris who started this whole it's a cult thing, right? right? Um, and they were acting as if they were exposing um, like some horrendous cult. These, right, there, there was basically an anti-Reddit group that was the complete opposite of what our Reddit subreddit was, right? And it was all about exposing, <laughs> exposing Cantelmo and his followers as if me and Trex had ever done anything fucking wrong, ever. Like, like, what, 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 I, oh, I've I, done I, lots I, of wrong, brother. Yeah, but yeah, but not, not, not for fucking Cantelmo. No, not for Cantelmo. <laughs> like, so it was like, what the fuck are they trying to expose us for? Um, and it was just like, so they were trying to say it was like a cult, but the way these people did it was they were acting as if you were like, you know, those documentaries that you guys have got about like. Exposing Scientology, yeah. right? And how serious people take it. Yeah, these people were taking it as serious as that. Right. And none, right. No, nobody in the cult was taking it seriously at all. Yeah. <laughs> and we were all just like, we were all just like, well, I'm high and <laughs> I've met some people to talk to. Whilst <laughs> exactly. High. And I was like, and, and one time I got really high and I told this guy about it and he bought me Reddit Gold. And I thought, that was pretty cool. <laughs> and then and then Trex got really high, painted a picture, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, you high, never, Sorry, never, never before, never happened again. But you know, you're you're clean now, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like he got high, painted a picture, he got given a grand for it. <laughs> you know, it was just, it was just. I mean, but we weren't there for that. We were, I, like I joined the Discord group for just to see what it was about. Um, yeah. I started having conversations with Dan. Um, funnily enough, I very rarely actually spoke about DMT in that group. Um, yeah, it was, because, all, it was all love. Yeah, that was it. You know, I wanted to know how people's days were going. And, you know, I wanted to like make sure people were happy and stuff. And if people weren't, I wanted to see why and see if there was anything we could do to fix it. And and like I started that with Trex as well. And you know, Trex started reaching out to people, and I started reaching out to people. Dan started doing the same, and. And he Christ even Bjorn, the lovable wee troll that he is, he was doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. All right. He was and, started and trolling people to see how their day was going. <laughs> exactly. He was trolling with love. But yeah. he was But that was it. That was that was all it was. And it was just a community of people that 
we're having a nice time connecting. And I mean, it's been a while now, and it has, but it has been what a year and a half, close to two years since this all kicked off. Yeah. Um, and I still speak to Trek every single day. Dan yeah, calls Dan, me every yeah, two days. Yeah, exactly. You I talk to Dan constantly. Like some of my. Some of my closest homies and Bjorn, dude, I'm so beat up that that we oh, that that he's off the somewhere, man. Right, I, right. Uh, Absolutely kills me, bro. It kills me, but we'll find him one day. He has a very yeah, specific way of trolling. I'll find him. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. But you're on it. You're on it. <laughs> but that is that is all it was. Was yeah. you very quickly in that group, you weeded out the people that were there for money and the people that were genuinely wanted to be there. And, and then when we the started people... our own group with that. And that worked. Exactly. So what we did was we, we when when the server when we all decided to leave the server, we we obviously we'd had numerous conversations with so many people in there and the people who were genuine we ended up taking with us. And that's what happened. They yeah. they, they came with us because these were the people that we liked to talk to and spend the most time with. Right. And that that was all it ever was. But we had all these outside forces because he'd spent so much money on Reddit. He these these people outside were convinced that he was trying to bring kids to a cult and get kids. Oh, oh yeah, what was it? Getting kids involved in drugs. And the reason oh, being, was, oh sorry, mean, what, was what, what was what was his point behind it? He like, just wanted the whole what, world to do DMT. Yeah. But did, that was it. But. So, so basically, he wanted people to know him as the DMT god or some, no. some shit like this. Where At he's first, like, I think his intentions truly were just getting the word out to everybody that DMT yeah. existed. He, like his name didn't matter at first. At the end, for sure, he got it in okay. his head. That, that's but the way getting. Huh. Yeah, I why think did his he have to was... pay people if he was just trying to get the word out? Like, how because people out? pay attention oh. when you pay them. No, 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 no. Right, right. No, no. You're getting that. You, you, it was a very valid question. And Trek, say the naivety of you has never changed, and I love it, brother. Right. There is a reason. There is a reason that he started paying. Right. The very one of the very first people that this man ever came in contact with. Right who is a man who I considered a very good friend for about six months. Uh, Trex would say the same, so would Dan, and so would anybody in this group. Now, I have never in my life encountered somebody who is as vicious and as evil and as vile as this piece of shit turned out to be. Right? <laughs> and his name is Craig. Right? Um, there's other names I normally call him, but we'll stick with Craig. Right? <laughs> Craig is an evil bastard. Craig only sees money. That's all he ever does. But Craig was very good at using terminology that Chris liked. So he was very good at bumping up the whole spiritualism aspect of it, even though he didn't agree with it. And he wouldn't ever send a message without ever um, finishing the sentence off with peace, love and unity. Right. And Chris really respected him and thought he had, you know, he thought he had his head on his shoulders. Now, he went, I want to start getting the world out, like, I want to start getting the word out to people. H how do we do it? So, what happened was, Craig convinced them that Reddit's this great platform for targeting people. Start buying Reddit gold. And it did exactly what he wanted. It, it, it got people interested. 
But he was acting as if he was some sort of advertising genius, and Chris, unfortunately, just went along with him. Craig's an idiot. All <laughs> Craig was doing was testing Buying the waters. Big money. <laughs> yeah, was, he, was, he was testing the waters to see what Chris would pay so he could then take some money for himself. And in the end, Chris gave him a lot. Chris gave him a lot of money. And I mean a lot of money. And he did dick with it. And he's and pocketed how, and And how did the, this Chris come into having $150-some-thousand <laughs> to spend on there you go. Reddit Gold? Now you're plus asking the question. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Am I laughing? Um, no, you know, no, and right, the money so. to pay for this kid's college and give everybody all this stuff. I do DMT a lot. I mean, I've done it probably 120 times since April. And yeah. I like how you're counting. You know, and, and I, I, prob- I couldn't break through three times a day and maintain. Oh, I don't believe he was breaking through at all. But hey, okay, so you, don't talk about, listen, you don't talk about aliens in the trees without breaking through, brother. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he was right. all okay. eyes wide open walking around doing it. Nah, yeah, I yeah, I remember. I remember the so videos. Like, I'm only saying like Changa or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. To answer your question, right? Yeah. About where he was getting the funds for this, right? As I said, he was an incredibly intelligent man, and he was good at what he did. Now, I can't really remember overly much of what he did because it's been a few. It's been a while now, really. So I, I don't really remember but essentially he started working for this company that bioengineers a whole load of different chemical compounds and all this sort of stuff and pharmaceuticals and all this shit right so he was doing this job and eventually he started his own company uh based in la which was partnered with a japanese company that did the same thing and they made him the ceo of the of the of the United States branch, which was obviously his LA okay. branch, okay. right? Obviously, being a CEO, you have investment shares and stocks and everything else right. because why right. the hell wouldn't you, right? Now, the way it was worded originally that this was this man's life savings, and it was something in the tune to, it was one point two million or some shit or something like that. I, I can't. Dan would be able to tell you more about that, but I don't know if he'd particularly want to speak on this anymore, to be honest. Um, but he had, yeah. Oh, did he not respond? <laughs> no. Uh, he was the smart one. Um, he's he's not the one who's up at twenty to three in the morning talking about fucking <laughs> yeah, right. Chris Cantel. But basically, he had he had a lot of money, uh, and he he made it out as if it was life savings. In actual fact, what it was around the time Chris started going mental. <laughs> the only way I can describe that, really. Uh, he started defrauding his own company. Um, very badly. He started cashing in shares that he wasn't legally allowed to do. He started writing phony checks. Uh, it was basically massive amounts of fraud. Um, and he was eventually caught when he tried to... I, I can't remember if he tried to cash a check or try to endorse a check somewhere that was worth about $500,000. And these Japanese guys went, nope, that's not happening, and cancelled all his funding. Um, and he basically ended up penniless at the end of it. Like yeah, the last, the last, stuff in his house and stuff. the last like few weeks of his life, um, 
he he really I, he was living off pennies, um, and he was he was like demanding money that he'd given to people. He was demanding it back and shit like that. <laughs> and you're like, well, you can't just give money to people then suddenly demand. Although, like that same time, or maybe it was when he realized he was belly up. He put like a video out with his full credit card number, his address. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. But it must yeah. have been right when he knew it wasn't worth anything. Yeah, he yeah he did three or four videos with different debit cards, different credit cards, basically going, you know what, take it. Yeah. And he was showing the back of the card and the front of the card. Even one video, as far as I remember, even showed people how to do his own fucking signature. Yeah, and then he went and showed everybody the codes to the front door, and it, he just wouldn't listen to any of us at that point, though. Yeah, you we just, tried. He, he I would show up to tell us how much he hated us, and that was it. At that point, I even went to the the other subreddit, the the one that was calling us a cult. Yeah, and I got in touch with the moderators there, um, which all, there was a lot of them. Don't ask me why, but there was a lot of them. Um, and I, I was one guy from, with sixteen alts. You know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was a funny lad, him funny lad. But um, I went to them and I asked them for help. Um, I came up with a plan to basically mass report every YouTube video that he did that was putting himself in danger and anybody else. Um, I'd asked the people in our own Discord group at the time to help us, but at that point, it was just uh, it was. Oh, it was a hellhole of people just expecting money. So no one gave a shit, um, other than me, Trex, and like Dan, obviously, and um, and Bjorn as well, and a few select others. But you know, I couldn't reach them at the time that I needed. But these guys did listen. So we started a plan, and every time Chris uploaded a video where he was putting himself at risk, we mass reported the shit out of it um, until YouTube had no, no chance but to take it down within the first like twelve hours. So we did that a lot, and that's the only reason that I wouldn't go into too much like harsh details about these people trying to call us a cult. The fact is, they were just a bunch of teenagers, and maybe people who were slightly older than teenagers who thought they were doing something good for the world, but in actual fact, these were just fucking bored kids. <laughs> that's all you were. But there was a lot of you, and I needed an army. So <laughs> yeah, There were a lot of them. So, so that weird. was it. It is cool but, to see yeah. our youth is really against cults. Mm. <laughs> That's a good but, thing, um, right? The American is, youth are like, man, mob Reddit, let's stop cults. I'm glad that's well, going it's on. Well, it's, anyway. it's a good thing. It is a good thing. You're absolutely right, but it kind of puts a dampener <laughs> on any future plan I've got. So. <laughs> yeah, the cult I mean, of Geralt's not really the just never going to start so. at this point. Yeah, what's your cult? Mine? Yeah. Mine is the Temple of the Sacred Crow. Um, See, we need that's that. such we a need better name than mine. We also need kids be against them. Well, <laughs> right, I've got, dude, I've got this great idea for how you can advertise it. Reddit gold. <laughs> and DMT, right? Right, right. Oh, you know what? If you just tell people it cures, you pick a disease and just say it, it cures, cures it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. It, it cures stupidity. <laughs> give, it cures stupidity. Give me, give me your money. Emptying your wallet cures cancer. So, yeah. yeah, yeah so, so that's can't uh, tell more basically. 
Yeah, so that how was many it. people that was were in the inner the inner circle? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. His, the inner circle that were. I mean, I'm assuming obviously you guys are you're in a different country. Um, so how many people were a part of like the inner workings of this guy's core group? There were probably not like just, what, ten you know, people, maybe that people were really on active. Discord server, but like how many people were actually communicating in a circle every day about the message? Me, Dan, Trex, Craig, supposedly. Bjorn was never that involved behind the scenes. He was just oh, there, there to troll. Yeah. There was the um, uh, little Dan. Mm-hmm. Dan Sylvia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was... Oh, God, you know, it's been that long. I can't even remember. There was yeah. a few guys from the Netherlands who... Um, they disappeared on us. Um, there was a guy called Dawson who did, <laughs> yeah. did a lot of the like artwork and stuff. Um... And then there was a guy that I really couldn't stand. Um, and I can't remember what his name was, but he was one of the... He he was obviously talking out his arse. He wanted money, right? But he was trying to word it as if everything he was doing was for Chris and the cause. Um, he once called himself a soldier of DMT. And I'm British, I don't use guns, but I'd have happily shot him when he said that. I was like, a soldier of D. Oh, fuck off. I was right. like, you sit on a Discord group and you moderate a Discord group. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. really out there fighting the badness, aren't you, you fucking moron? Um, sorry, that guy really rubbed me up the wrong way. And see, at one, point, so. this evening, at one point this evening, I will remember his name and I'll get even angrier. But for the time being, I don't, I don't remember. But that was it. There was, there was a, there was a tight knit group that was, that was working yeah. on stuff behind the scenes. I was trying to get him into the media over here, um, which I was contacting, like I was contacting different media agencies around here, different newspapers and all that sort of stuff, to see about getting him um, some like radio time or some shit. Um, Basically anything just to get, not to get his name out there, it was to get the message out there. The um, what? Well, my, I, I couldn't exactly turn around and go, right, BBC, okay, we want to talk about DMT, because all they're going to say is, well, we're not advertising drugs. And, okay right. then, fair enough, good point. Um, but, a peace, love and unity movement, now that's something, that's the kind of, well, it's not that I believe this. Ones. This is the kind of happy bullshit that people eat into, right? And I thought, well, that's what we could work on. Um, and that's, I mean, to be honest, all, all I wanted was a happy world. That was it. I couldn't give a shit if people were doing DMT or not. If you want to do it, great. If you don't want to do it, fine. No issues. I just want people to be happy. That's why I was in the group. Just wanted people to be happy. That mm. was literally it. Um, this guy was making a considerable amount of people happy. He was making people happier than I've ever managed. Now, granted, I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to throw away, right? But he was still he was still managing it, and he was still making a lot of people's days just that little bit brighter. I thought, well, fuck it. If we could get that out to the world, maybe for once, maybe we could take a shit on the whole world's natural negative view and maybe make some people fucking smile. 
and that's all I ever wanted from it. But he went mental. But so his his technique was EMTs enlightened me, um, and everybody should love each other. And here's some money. This is going to make you happy. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. That sounds pretty close. There were aliens involved at one point. <laughs> you know, uh, some other things sprinkled in for good measure. But yeah, that, that sounds like a good way to boil it down. Fuck's sake. I, I was wondering how long it would take before we got to the aliens. <laughs> yeah, he definitely saw lots of aliens. And they definitely told him that climate change was destroying the planet. And that we needed to stop. Because of course, we never knew that. We've never known climate change. Was destroying no, the no, planet. No, need, we that needed was... DMT aliens and his open-eyed visuals to know that. I mean, sure. I I never even knew there was a problem <laughs> until the aliens came, and then I started looking at things a little bit differently. I started re- <laughs> I started recycling. You're such a stubborn bastard that it takes to getting to aliens. Oh uh, Jesus! Fucking ET knocks at my door, right, and tells me, "Hi, Carol, cut it out." I'm gonna fucking trust him. <laughs> I'm not getting fucking anally probed in a spaceship because I didn't put the right thing in the right bin. So do, do you uh, guys feel that his objective was he was just stoned and bumbling around kind of thing? Or like what I think was, he had a lot right. of money that he wanted to do something with and he didn't have a direction and then he found a couple directions and didn't quite right. know what to do with it. But there was so much money. I mean, that's a the ton man of had, money. The man had massive ego death towards the end, right? What happened was, ah, oh, fuck it. it and I blame Craig more than anybody. Craig was always the little rat in the ear, right? No matter what happened, Craig was always there. Craig somehow convinced him that, and I, I, I can't believe this, but he was he he convinced him that controversy creates cash, right? Now. That's a very common saying from people like Donald Trump or Eric Bischoff in WWE, which is where he fucking got it from. <laughs> fucking prick. All right. I was the only one who ever called him out on that. And, and no one ever backed me up on it. I was like, well, fuck the lawyer. But he had convinced them that the more controversial you are, the more cash you'll make. Chris didn't want to monetize any of this. He didn't. He didn't want to make any money from YouTube videos or all this sort of shit. But Craig convinced them that this would never work unless they were bringing money in. And every time you'd ask Craig, how the fuck do you expect to bring money in doing this? He would never be able to tell you. That's what we were there for. I'm, I've been in sales and marketing my entire life. And that's what he wanted to use me for. Yeah. And when I figured out what he wanted to use me for, I told him to fuck off. Because unlike a lot of people that would listen to Craig, I'm not. What's that word I'm looking for, Trex? Uh, I'm not a, a oh, beautiful yeah, a fucking moron. Oh, sorry. You called me a Welshman <laughs> one more time. I I, I, I I, will cut off the head of a sheep. I will mail it to your house. Right? I swear to God. I will mail it oh. to your house. Yeah, and then yeah, I will send yeah. you a strongly yeah, worded heads, letter calling you it, an I get it. I get it. The next go ahead will be yours. <laughs> oh, oh. Go <laughs> I've got a whole fucking room filled with go-heads keep, <laughs> keep sending them to me so yeah the, the greatest draw I don't know if you guys got this but the, the draw that got me the most 
was that Gerald of Squall is the funniest motherfucker on earth. And how can you not want to join the group that this guy's in? <laughs> I am not the funniest fucker on earth. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like three or four. I'm like, geez, I'm, like, I'm very humble. Very humble. Um, very humble. It's just, it, look, at the end of the day, right, Chris wanted people. Chris was a very, very lonely man. Chris had been through some divorces. His kids didn't speak to him. Um, we never understood why his kids didn't speak to him until we started to get to know him and then realized, oh, well, that's why. Um, but he was a lonely man. He discovered like Reddit. He discovered Discord. He, discover- he discovered WhatsApp. And suddenly people wanted to, wanted to talk to him. To talk to him. Right? And the more he came out with this message the more people wanted to talk to him. Now, granted, a lot of people wanted to talk to him about money only. And in the end, it drove him mad. He started telling anybody, if you want to speak about money, go to Craig. And Craig was more than happy. Because what Craig wanted, Craig, Chris wanted happiness and wanted people around him. Craig wanted people with skill, skill and talent. In other words, things that that man didn't have. Right. So he wanted artists like Trex, for example, because in his mind, he could monetize anything that Trex would create. He wanted me because he wanted me to market this shit. I'm not saying that Trex's works are shit. I think Trex's works are beautiful, but he wanted us. He wanted me to he wanted me to market this stuff. He wanted Dan with Dan's connections to set us up with people. Uh, all this sort of shit. Basically, he wanted to be the head of something when he had no talent and right in which to do it. And this poison wrote that Craig. book, though. That book is a piece of artwork. I mean, his writing is so excellent. What book? What the, the, the Cantelmo book? Sorry, that was sarcasm. They did not come out. I was about to say, I was about to fucking say, I've read that book four or five <laughs> times, and it's a crock of shit. It's so bad. The only reason I keep that book is because your drawings are in it, or else I would have set that fucking thing on fire months ago. Yeah, yeah it's no, it's, this book is, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. And hey, Craig wrote it, you said? Yes, yes, definitely. I think he had a couple, maybe Dawson helped, or somebody else might have helped him. I don't know. Dawson couldn't read. Oh, okay, sorry. Dawson knew how to draw. That was it. He had text-to-speech on. Um, <laughs> but it was just, that, that was, uh, I'm sorry, if Dawson ever hears this, uh, I'm sure you can read, bro, don't worry. <laughs> We know, we know, man. You know, you I can read you. Cat. I, I won't judge you. I won't judge you, bro. I won't judge yeah. you. I really like the artwork he did for our Discord group. Love you. Um, yeah. So but, the book was like a, a path, an eight-day path to your first DMT experience. Um, <laughs> it was built up like some Buddhist path shit. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god! And it's so bad. It ripped off a concept from every major religion over the last <laughs> two thousand years, right? And except the one, funnily enough, except the one. That Chris was a part of fucking Christianity. <laughs> How the fuck you fuck that up? I don't know. Even even if he'd ended it with and Chris Cantelmo went on to be Jesus and cured the world, it would have been acceptable. But he still missed it out the tit. Oh, he's showing the book. It does say DMT God, right? Yeah, it says I DMT believe that God. Was, but that wasn't Chris. Who's, Chris didn't sign off on that yeah, though. This was yeah. all Chris. Yeah, this no, was exactly. all Craig. It was quite funny. 
Quite it was hysterical. Uh, and then there was the animated comic book. Oh, yeah, that was really good. The artwork in that was awesome. The artwork was amazing. The story behind it was a crock of shit. Well, yeah, no, it was his curing cancer hilariousness. I don't have a print copy of that, though. I wish I did. Yeah, I, I worked very hard to have that thing removed from YouTube. So... <laughs> I, I, I managed it. I went. Uh, you know what was funny enough? The the anti Cantelmo crowd did everything that they could to stop Chris, and all they ever did was make him angry. Chris pissed me off once, and I burned it all down. <laughs> right. But we they knew who had for, the power. They they worked for months to expose him, and it never did anything. He said one thing to Dan, one thing to Christine, and I went. This fucker's got to go. Yeah. And, and he did. He got bad. What, I was what, the one, and I, this is my greatest accolade. I was the one who banned him from his own fucking Discord group. Me. <laughs> I, my message to him was, "Right, that's quite enough of that. Goodbye, Chris." Goodbye. And, and then I did a ping to everyone. It went, "Anybody got a problem with that? Anybody fight? Everybody fight? Good. There we go. Fight. Everybody's good. fine." <laughs> but what were they trying to expose him on? That's oh, so they, they were going on this whole child thing where they, they yeah. were saying he was trying to get kids to do and make drugs. Yeah. And the reason for that was very simple. One of the biggest subreddits on Reddit at the time was our teenagers. Right. But and, and this was a Craig idea. Surprise, surprise. Right? <laughs> Craig had convinced him that. Most of the people who post on our teenagers are adults. I would believe and, it. I mean, it's probably true. The same way that most <laughs> of the people who post on black people Twitter are white. <laughs> and, and, and we know that's the truth. And we know it. But that's, that's the way it is. Right? But he convinced them that they were adults. And because it was such a big audience, that that's the, the subreddit you should target. So he did. Because... He was a gullible idiot. And he did it. So naturally, he's giving out money on a fucking subreddit for teenagers. Now, I remember when I was a teenager, I was a greedy bastard. <laughs> right? If you gave me 500 quid, I would convince you to give me 500 more. <laughs> now, you have an army of those little shitheads. <laughs> And they all start sending them, sending them messages. So one of them, and this was this was really funny, right? One of the mods of the anti Cantelmo crowd, who was nineteen, I think, decided to do a whole Chris Hansen sit over there thing, right? And made a Reddit account where she pretended to be, I think it was sixteen or some shit, and. She was asking questions to Chris. Chris was answering them back. This person themselves started getting overly sexual. Chris, realizing it's a troll, started trolling back because that's how you handle trolls. Well, you could just ignore them, but Chris couldn't ignore anybody. <laughs> no, that's not no, how you operate. Right? He had to fight to the death, but he starts trolling back. Now, this is a man who doesn't quite understand trolling because he was close to 60 years old. Whereas, you know, we all know there's an art form to it. He was saying stuff like, yeah, suck my dick. Because, in his mind, that's a very serious thing to say, and it means you win. 
Um, <laughs> so he was saying that back to this supposed 16-year-old. So they're then screenshotting it and posting it up on their thing. Oh, look what Chris is asking a 16-year-old to suck his dick. And we're like, yeah, because you set that up. <laughs> well, that's I said, how it's not, it's, it, Yeah, so that, that was it. So they were trying to say he was exposing he was exposing a paedophile uh, he wasn't a paedophile. I mean, don't get me wrong; he would shag anything that moved. Um, <laughs> he paid I mean, for uh, what, he would pay that one famous porn actress to just come hang out. Oh, oh my God! Let me tell this one. Let, let me, right, let me, let me handle this. So, I, and I kept count on this. I had banned Chris from the Discord server forty-two times. Right. <laughs> He had made 42 different alt accounts, kept coming back into the server, made it obvious it was him, and I got rid of him. Right? And I did it every time, and I thought it was hysterical. (laughs) And then one day, he came into the group, and he said, I can't remember the porn star's name, but he was like, yeah, just just spending time with uh, whatever her name was, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she's here right now. She's having a great time. And I messaged back saying, yeah, you're with a porn star and you're spending time on Discord, you sad, sad <laughs> fuck. And, and blocked him again. Well, imagine my surprise when he showed up two minutes later, didn't post a comment, didn't post anything. He posted an image of this woman with her mouth on his dick. And we knew it was his because there was the artwork that Trexy admired so much in the background. <laughs> and I went... Oh, okay well that's getting deleted and you're getting <laughs> and then it was like well fair play he has yeah. literally just spent about three grand to get this woman to come over to prove a point and he thought the point was was look at how all these people want to spend time with me and the actual point he proved was I have to spend three grand to get my dick sucked <laughs> So it sort of backfired because the thing is, don't don't try and be edgy with a Scotsman. Like <laughs> my people walk around in kilts; they are skirts, and we're man enough to walk about in skirts. You're not going to beat me when it comes to black humour. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that was that was it. It was he was he was a mentalist. He really was. But towards the end, he he started believing Craig's bullshit. Um, he, he realized that a lot of people were turning on him, so he really amped up the controversy thing. Um, and he couldn't understand why people weren't flocking back to him. So he eventually admitted that he didn't have cancer. Um, the cancer was atheism uh, and all this sort of shit. And he he spiraled and he spiraled and he he started. Just watched the last video again earlier today because I was just seeing what was left on YouTube of him, and the very last video is just goddamn sad. Yeah, he's just talking about how he knows there's life after death. Yeah, this is Um, all going to be good, and it's just hard to watch. And the stupid prick went and tried to prove it himself. And he went for a walk and ended his own life in the middle of the woods. And that's how it ended. Um, We ended up, uh, it was a good few months later, um, Dan got a hold of the autopsy report. 
and uh, sent it into our own little Discord group that we've got. That's just at the time it was just me, Trex, um, Bjorn, and Dan. Um, funnily enough, that group's called the Cult of Geralt. I'm not even kidding. Um, <laughs> and um, he sent it in there, and we all read it, and we uh, we all got quite upset about it because. It was like, obviously, we'd known for months that he was dead and everything else, but reading that was like the final, well, what could we have done differently? We all start thinking about what we could have done, but at the end of the day, there was fuck all we could have done. At the end of the day, to be honest, the best thing that we could have done from the start was ignored him. But I, I honestly think... I love that yeah, man when I met him. But, I know, same, but honestly, if we'd all, like, everybody had ignored him, I imagine he would have still went through with the plan in the woods. He would have just done it considerably quicker. Well, so, That's, so was the dragon actual, how did the Craig know him? I'm what sorry. was that? Sorry, I, I didn't hear that. How did the Craig person know him? Were these, like, in-person friends? No, no, the only a... the only people that were in the group. There's just a couple people that lived near him that had met him in person. Everything else was online, on the yeah. phone, online. Okay, so basically, Craig, the, Craig's actually in like Australia. Yeah, because no evil person ever came from Australia. <laughs> it just God seems prison hell. <laughs> I mean, it seems very obvious that his objective was to make friends with people. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the Craig sort of built up some artificial celebrity around him. Yep. And we let him do it. Yeah. The, the, well, the, con the, the idea of controversy sells, that works for like Hollywood and celebrity yep. people and politicians. But if yep. you're just an average guy who's exactly YouTube bucks and, or I mean, Reddit bucks. And tell exactly. kids to do DMT. Yep. Some big controversy. All this going to be is a bunch of people saying like, "What the fuck? This dude did something dumb." That was that was my point, and I and I argued. I argued with Craig about that until the fucking cows came home twice, grew up, and then went out and bought their own fucking houses. Right? It right. never stopped. Craig was convinced that the only way that you could make money was through controversy. And his, his, his tactics behind it were, there is not a big businessman on this planet that makes multi-million pound deals who is not corrupt and controversial. And I went, crock of shit. Absolute crock of shit. This is something that you've told yourself because you're convinced that the world works the way that you think it does. There's another person who I can think of who's exactly the same, and that would be Chris Cantelmo. And you've stuck the two of you together, and you've fucking ruined him. But right. he'll, never, he'll never take any blame for it. He's too. He's too good for that. Whatever yeah, happened to this guy, Craig? Like, like where is he now? He's in, <laughs> he's, he's in Australia. We sent him there as punishment. As um, according to according to last I heard from him, he actually has been through rehab and he's now teaching Bill. yoga. That's the, that's the yes. story he's telling me. Bullshit. Been he kind of sounds like he like really ruined. Like 
this guy Chris. Well, we like, it sort of feels like it's like I don't know, like on him almost. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm terribly sorry. I, I don't even know your name and I've been talking to you. Oh, that's fine. My name's Alyssa. <laughs> right. Alyssa, you hit the nail on the head, right? He was a bastard and he ruined this whole thing all whilst trying to pretend that it was uh, it was Chris who's actually ruined it. <laughs> right? He He thinks he's one of these people that thinks he's considerably more intelligent than he actually is. So who was and in control of the money, though? I mean, unfortunately, Chris at is one point, Craig making this decisions of this person gets this money, this person gets that money, and it yeah. Uh, Craig made Craig made a bank account, and Chris transferred a considerable amount of his funds into that bank account, a bank account that Chris had no control over. So basically, Craig extorted money from Chris, which led to Chris's death. That's what I'm hearing. I feel like this is yeah. one of the saddest stories I've heard. Yeah, it's really right. yeah. It's uh, saddest. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe not saddest. Fucked up is probably the term I would use. Yeah, I think um, I used the term funny before. I yeah, mean, but that's because you're an evil bastard. I have tried to convince you to go to an exorcist for about <laughs> two years, and you've never managed it. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> can't, I, can't, I can't walk into a church or bust into a ball of flames. <laughs> yeah, it just flames right away. It's no good. Uh, it's just... It, it was a oh, great it idea. It yeah. was a great idea that was spoiled by terrible fucking people. Well, that's, just by greed and just by yeah. by greed and by selfishness. And that's what, it is what it is. Because it seems like if um, Chris had this money and he wanted to promote this message of peace, love, unity, unicorns and rainbows and all oh, God, this, I love that. Um, he could have done it without this whole idea of controversy and use the money for something that would have made some bit of difference, even if it would have been something just as retarded as like a TV commercial or a billboard or something like Yeah, like positive yeah, messaging. Yeah, we definitely dis discussed a lot of that stuff. But it seems like the Craig character realized that Chris was lonely and needy and knew if he played that up, he could somehow get his hands on the money and then, yep. you know, siphon out his extorted amounts of it, which then led to Chris's demise. Yeah. Yep. Me mentally and financially and physically. Yep. Yep. And that man in the head. And how uh, did it all happen? What's that? How long ago did it? Did it happen from the very inception of it to the point when Chris died? Yeah, timeline, Gerald. I don't. I, I oh. can't quite pull it off. Fuck! I can't remember. Yeah. A and year the and a thing half is, it all started. existed on like Discord servers that would get deleted and stuff. So it's hard to even hmm. look back on it all. The YouTube videos are deleted. Like it's the, it's the YouTube videos are gone. The Discord group's gone. The subreddit's gone. Yeah, everything's it's, missing, so we can't even look back on it. 
like when they, you they, that, like how about how long do you think like uh, just a few years ago like two or? years ago it started probably yeah. and then huh. it lasted what a year maybe so no, I don't even think it lasted a full year now. Yeah, eight so months, maybe something like that. Died. Yeah, yeah, it's been about a year since he passed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. Uh, it was an adventure, right? It was an adventure. Yeah, I mean, up adventure. I tell you something. I've had better adventures. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you, you know? know what? I got some of the best friends I, I've ever known in my life out of that adventure. So. Has... fucking good. It just seems to me that there, if you guys are all very aware of this idea that Craig took advantage of Chris and then that led to his demise, how come there's no movement to try to hold him accountable? He's in Australia and he like trolled some guy on the he keeps, internet. He keeps, saying, he keeps saying that like as a punishment. Um, He's already in the worst place you can go. The whole island wants to kill you. Like, all the animals are vicious. The bugs are venomous. The snakes are venomous. The plants are poisonous. There's turtles. Yeah, and not one of those things things have got him. (laughs) That's the worst thing. No, right. The fact is. Saying about it, just he trolled him on the internet and blah, blah, blah. But this kind of shit happens all the time when you hear about people being held accountable for it. Because. You, you got to understand that in the public light, Chris was a mental person, right? That's all people remember was this insane bastard. And we could tell the stories as we've yeah, done here. I mean, I'm on board with that, but... But we can tell the stories, but without the Discord groups, without the YouTube videos, weird. without the conversations that we've had with Craig, because I don't have them anymore... Yeah, um, I just don't have any of it. We, we just, we just gone. couldn't. And the thing is, I don't have the strength in me to go after him. I and digging spent... up all of those conversations. You know the kind of conversations I had in that group. <laughs> like, I don't want to go to the cops and be like, "Hey, uh, these, uh, yeah, why don't me you either. dig these out of the trash bin there in the FBI headquarters and read through all these because there's there's proof of this. No, there's proof of all kinds of shit." <laughs> I, do, do you know? Do you know what? Um, actually, I, I meant to mention that to you. I spoke to the FBI recently, and they went. We're not really looking at tracks, to be honest with you. Like we've got bigger stuff to to deal with. Yeah, and I was no, like, I oh, totally get like, it. And they they wouldn't tell me. So it's just the way it is. But the, the fact is, right, Chris, Chris, obviously he's gone. Craig tried to monetize Chris after Chris died. And it didn't work. And I'm thank thank fuck it didn't work. But everything was already falling apart because at one point before uh, before Chris died, um, not to toot my own horn or anything, but the group that we originally had, the the DMT Truth one, right? A large portion of the people who were in that group were there because of me. I was the one who was up to all hours of the night, very much like I am now. Right, <laughs> I was messaging and I was calling people left, right, and center. So, are people... you starting a cult right now? Luke, what are you up to tonight? <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! It only, and I'll tell you something: for five hundred dollars, you can find out. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, I I was there and I was trying my best to help everyone because there was so many people in that group 
that we're going through some of the worst times I could possibly imagine. looking for something. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and it was horrible. And they needed someone to talk to. I, I'm not talking about giving advice here or, or any of that, because I wouldn't... I would yeah. never, because I'm not. I'm not a trained psychologist. I'm not none of that stuff. But I've got two years, and as far as I'm aware, they work. So that's what I did. And and I know Trex, you did the same. And I know Dan tried his hardest, but he's he's got he's got a fucking pain in the arse job that that man has to do. Yeah. And and he, he deals with it twenty four seven. So to come home in his own private time and have to deal with it, it's just too much. But I I was going round the clock doing it. And then one day, me and Craig got into a massive, massive argument, both publicly and privately, uh, which in the end, I decided, fuck this then. If this is what you want to do, and this is the direction you want to try and take these people down, I'm out. And my plan was just to leave it and just, you know, be gone. I'd still talk to Trex and I'd talk to Dan, obviously. They were like the closest friends to me. They're like brothers to me. But that was that was my plan. Well, Craig decided to take me take it one step further and publicly banned me and publicly shamed me. And it had the adverse effect that what he assumed would happen. And basically a whole load of people just left that server because I was gone. And the server died. It turned into a mixture, from what I understand, it turned into a mixture of shit posting, people trolling, people. There was nothing good. There was no. It still exists. No, it's called entheogens now. Oh, God. It's just terrible. There's like, mm. I don't know. There are some members still. They got 45 members. I'm still, mm. a, I'm still a moderator in there, actually. That's, That's because you're an evil bastard. I've told you that. But it's now just, you're trying to get the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just can't, I can't turn away. When stuff like that happens, I just can't stop looking. Your morbid curiosity will be the death of you one day, I swear I to know, God. But man. I know. It's, it's when, I, mean, I don't uh, promote when, violence, but it seems like you guys should kick that dude's ass. Well, well if, there was, if there was one person in that world, I would put you in the Fucking ticket! You're a salesman. <laughs> oh, Don't buy the boat. Buy a fucking plane ticket. Yes, scrounging <laughs> bastard. Um, no, I got my eyes on this uh, this catch, man. I'm gonna get me a boat so I can sail over and see your ass. <laughs> but but that's it. Like this is this that's genuinely the truth on it. That whole yeah. group died when he banned yeah. me. Um, it, there was no love there anymore. There was there was no people sharing stories anymore. There was no art being shared. There was no intimacy. There was nothing. All it was was Craig and his money making machine. The money making machine, which was broken, by the way, but it was just him and a shit ton of trolls. So he had the army to create controversy, and he could finally prove that his plan wouldn't fucking work. And as far as I'm concerned, that's the ultimate justice because. He was under the impression he was better than any of us. And in one small move, he proved he wasn't. So fuck him. Ah, uh, that's, that's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we could drone on about Cantelmo all night. This is a. Uh, hey, don't fucking complain to me. You invited me to this thing. No, I'm, I'm thanking you. Thank you for coming and telling, the, <laughs> telling this because it's not near as fun coming out of my, my mouth. I, uh, yeah, this has well, been super interesting. Yeah, I uh, really. Story I've heard in a while. 
Yeah, it's weird. It was definitely um, weird, yeah. It was it was an amazing thing to be a part of at the yeah. time. Yeah, it was. Uh, God knows how it turned into what it was in the end, but Jesus. Yeah, it was an interesting ride. Yeah. All right, well, I got to get off of here, guys. I have to work in the morning. <laughs> but yeah. it's early o'clock. Um, but thank you guys for coming and talking to us and listening to our crazy tale. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, Thanks for sharing. Yeah. And let us know if you hear from Bjorn. I've been, I was thinking yeah. about him the other day, how we haven't heard from him in a while. You won't for a while, trust me. He's going to be hidden. We'll, we'll dig him up, though. I'll find the bastard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll find him. He's, you know, I'll, all, all I need to do is find the subreddits that he likes to troll, and I'll find him. Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure him out. That's for sure. Yeah. I right, guys. I'm going to go to all bed right. now. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's good. Nice talking, guys. Love yeah. you.